Are you a high-performing parent, entrepreneur, or high achiever in pursuit of excellence? Welcome to The Nexus Podcast, a podcast custom-tailored for families like ours, driven, affluent, and eager to lead extraordinary lives. From rockstar stay-at-home moms to high-producing CEOs, we choose to model success for everyone we are surrounded by. We prioritize health over sickness, embrace a vitalistic lifestyle, and seek to tap into the limitless potential that God has bestowed upon us. I'm Dr. Daniel Kimball, your host, and on this podcast, we'll uncover the secrets to living a fulfilling and abundant life where you and your loved ones can thrive physically, mentally, and spiritually. Together, we'll forge a path to greatness and unleash your God-given capabilities. Get ready to say yes to a life of true prosperity and well-being. This is The Nexus Podcast. What up, Nexus fam? I'm Coco. This is The Nexus Podcast. And my dad is your host, Dr. Daniel Kimberly, and I heard him. Happy listening! Hey, what's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. And I want to talk to you today about something that is very top of mind to me as my beautiful baby daughter currently lays on the couch with a fever. And I get asked all the time, what should a parent do when their kiddo has a fever? What should their kid, what should they do when their kiddo has a stuffy nose or a cough? And what I wanted to bring you today is just a little bit of research on the topic of fevers and the immune system and chiropractic care, because what I've been doing as of recent is just diving into the research that is out there that supports how chiropractic care could potentially affect the immune system via affecting the central nervous system. And so what I did is as I was looking through the number of studies, Um, I came across a narrative review of like 23 different studies, and they found that 18 of these had a very significant amount of positive influence that chiropractic care could have on the immune system. And so for anybody says that there's no research out there, I can assure you that there is. I will share the link to the study that I am referencing that has many, 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 many other links to uh, sources of research as well. Uh, like literally hundreds of them. And so this is by Heidi Havoc and a bunch of her uh, associates who are amazing, some of them immunologists, not just chiropractors. And so what I think, um, what it really comes down to is that when we talk about stress and we talk about the nervous system, we know that stress negatively affects the immune system by way of shutting off the immune system so that the body can deal with the stressful situation first and then go back to the immune system. And so when I share this with you, I'm really thinking about my daughter and how, you know, how one, how precious she is, how much she is not doing great. And people always ask me like, well, what what do you do? What do you do in those situations? What do you do when her fever is super hot? It's like one, I don't really take her temperature on the fever because it doesn't matter to us what the temperature is because the way that we operate inside of our office, the way that we operate inside of our family is that her body was given the gift of being able to have a fever by God, by our creator to keep her safe and protected. Now, I know this is going to sound crazy because a lot of us aren't raised in this paradigm and we're worried that a fever can damage the brain and you've heard all this stuff. But even now, like most of the medical doctors are coming on and saying like, hey, if a fever is below 104, you have no worry at all. All you should do is let it ride out. Like don't even give them Tylenol, just let the fever do its own thing. So here's why is one, from a very simplistic standpoint, if you think about like 
I don't believe that we have any, anything in our bodies that is a mistake, including a fever. So if the fever is there, it's there for a very specific reason. And the reason that we have a fever is so that our body can heat up to a temperature that will start to damage the wall, cell walls on bacteria and viruses so that our bodies can better fight off those things when we get um, an overgrowth of bacteria or virus or whatever it is. So I would argue that fever is actually a good thing, that a stuffy nose is actually a good thing. This is how our body gets rid of the gunk. A cough is actually a good thing. It's how our body gets rid of the gunk. Now, if there is a chronic fever like 24-7, 365, that's an issue. If there's a chronic cough and stuffy nose 24-7, 365, that's a different issue. But what I'm talking about is I sit here, my daughter was happy, healthy last night, ate dinner, everything was fine. She mentioned that she had a little bit of a stomach ache, but we thought it was because she wasn't that hungry most of the day yesterday. And then come to find out, she wakes up this morning, she has a wicked fever. And all she's wanted to do is lay around. So the question parents ask me is, Dr. Daniel, what do you do in those situations? Number one thing we've done with Coco, and the only thing we've done with Coco since she had her fever is she gets adjusted chiropractically. The question is why? And that's what I want to share with you is about the research. So, and I'm not going to get into the deepness of the research, but basically like every study that they could find, there are 23 of them that they talk about in this narrative review that I'm mentioning that I'll share with you in the link of the show notes so you can go read it for yourself. It's pretty heady. Um, it's pretty intense, but It talks about how getting a chiropractic adjustment could potentially affect immune markers. And what we know is that when we change how the brain processes information via the central nervous system, which is the brain and spinal cord, specifically the prefrontal cortex of the brain, that prefrontal cortex of the brain is responsible for regulating our autonomic nervous system, the hypothalamo-pituitary-adrenal axis, and the immune system. And so what I'm saying when I say all of those words is this, it simply is that your immune system and your brain work two directionally to have a conversation with one another. And the reason that we would adjust you, adjust anyone, adjust Coco in this instance, is to wake up her, her central nervous system so that her, her immune system could possibly function better. Like straight up, plain and simple, that her nervous system, that her immune system would function better. And there are direct mechanisms involved with the adjustment that affect the immune system. And this is what I would encourage you to check out this study because there's a whole chart of how when we adjust the spine, what we actually affect are a number of things inside of the nervous system. And I'm gonna share just a couple of those with you. So when we do an adjustment to the spine, we know that that affects the brain because it changes the function of the prefrontal cortex. The prefrontal cortex is our personality part of the brain. It's responsible for controlling our autonomic system. It's responsible for firing to our hypothalamus-pituitary-adrenal axis. It fires to the hypothalamus. It fires the pituitary gland. It fires our adrenal glands. It fires our sympathetic nervous system, and it affects every lymph organ in the body. So that would be our spleen. It would be our bone marrow. It would be our tonsils. Um, And so it affects our peripheral nervous system too. And so all of these things act in a way to wake up the front part of the brain, which ultimately has a profound impact on every single immune function that we could possibly think of. And what they find in this study is that like there's the link is so closely connected to the way that we adjust and movement of the joints of the spine to how the immune system functions that like they can't be they can't be taken apart. The prefrontal cortex is involved in regulating the autonomic nervous system, the endocrine system, and the immune system. And so if we increase the way that the prefrontal cortex is firing, 
the only possible outcome would be that we increase the way that our immune system fires. And so what's so cool is like, I give a perfect example of this is this morning when I adjusted Coco for the first time and she'll get adjusted multiple times today. She's not feeling super well, but we adjust her and pretty quickly she has a little spike in her fever where she's feeling pretty lethargic and then she comes back and she's better and she's finally wanting to have a conversation and try sips of water and maybe have a bite of food here or there. And not saying that that completely fixes her, but we're literally allowing her body to adapt more readily, to be more responsive to what's happening inside of her system. And so this is a far cry different from looking at the immune system or looking at the fever and going, oh my gosh, there's a problem. We have to get rid of the fever. If we get rid of the fever, what we're actually doing is prolonging the amount of time it will take for her body to fight off whatever it is experiencing. And so this is why I don't call, call it like when Coco's not feeling well, we don't say she's sick. We actually say she's expressing health because the fever is an expression of health. And we know through other studies that one of the things fever does is actually a pruning mechanism within the brain. And so what we do is we can get rid of old synaptic connections that are no longer serving us, that are there, that uh, things that we need to burn off. And it can allow for leaps in brain development, which I always notice like new words, new language, new skills will pop up after kiddos have a fever. And so my encouragement for you is like, if you're comfortable with it, is obviously thinking about like, what can you do to influence the actual immune system of your kiddo when they are experiencing these kind of things? Because here's what I know is like taking Tylenol doesn't affect the immune system. Like it may get rid of the fever, but it doesn't change the fact that the body's trying to fight something. And so we always have this conversation in my office. If we think about, you know, if there's a, it's a, if there's a fire in the house or the room that you're sitting in or wherever you're listening to this podcast, if there's a fire and the smoke detector starts going off, if you go and pull the battery out of the smoke detector, that doesn't put out the fire. And the same thing is true is like with what Coco's dealing with, the symptom, her fever is really just a symptom. It's like the smoke detector going off, but there's something else going on. There's something else in her system that her body's trying to fight. And we actually want to allow her body's God-given natural processes to take hold so that she can heal herself. Now, the interesting part about this is this is not medical advice, right? This is what I do. Parents ask me what I do for my child and what I know to be true. And this is why we see her like function at a different level in a lot of ways. And so I would just encourage you is like, think about the body. Like, do you truly believe that there was a mistake, that a fever was a mistake and we need to get rid of it as quickly as possible? Or should we just let it run its course? And what I know and what the research shows, and I'm going to put that link to the research in this podcast so you can go check it out for yourself if you don't believe me and read through it, read the mechanisms behind how chiropractic adjustments specifically affect the frontal cortex of the brain and how the frontal cortex of the brain specifically affects and modulates the immune system. And then you can make the connection for yourself. My friends, that's all I have for you on this episode. If you got some value out of it, do me one of two things. One, leave a rating. Two, leave a review. And I'll come at you again next week. Peace. Thank you for listening to The Nexus Podcast with your host, Dr. Daniel Kimbley. If you're interested in receiving more information about optimizing your brain and nervous system, check out our website at www.nexusfamilychiropractic.com.